Hey y'all, welcome or welcome back to the Chosen Podcast. I'm your host, Gabby. I'm Adonai. And we are also joined by a guest today. Hello. She's me in and Esu. There you go. And so, yeah, let's get into it. So the other day, I had to listen to this like podcast for one of my like psychology assignments. And it was a story about this like school this school official and his name is Steven Rauchi and he basically got arrested because he was like harassing his workers and everything like that but it was kind of like a slow build up of him doing things because he wanted power right so he was basically like um he would he would first he would start like small things like first he would like get like his secretary to like throw things at the workers and stuff like that and then eventually it became that he went and harassed like one of his workers like girlfriends and like got pictures of her and put it all over the workplace and stuff like that and then eventually like as he he also slowly built up the tour up the company because he would get his superiors to like him and as he became a manager he had like an overabundance of power over the people he was working for, over the people who were working for him basically. And so anytime somebody would try to complain or go to the higher ups and say that like he's terrible or violent, he would intimidate the workers and he's done so by like vandalizing their homes. Um, he like, ha- he would play with bombs a lot and he would put them like at the front doors to like blow the doors open to scare the workers so they were really afraid to like go and say something about him and it's like eventually he got caught obviously he got arrested he's doing his time and everything but like over the course as as he was doing these things people were wondering like why is it that he was just treating his workers like this for no reason right like why do you think people do like bad things to people who don't deserve it like do you guys think that people are just inherently evil or do you think that maybe they're like a product of their own environment i think both um apply like in school we hear a lot about the nature versus nurture discussion and argument right but Mm -hmm. the truth is that both work to create who a person is um and like the, the the guy in your story is a full-grown adult, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's in. The, he's like so an old him, guy. Yeah. See, so of course, like when it comes to when it comes to nature, it's innate. Like there's n- there's no question, right? Mm-hmm. But when it comes to nurture, um, I'm not gonna say that um, it's not hard to not get influenced by outside things but when you get to a certain age you have control over what you're gonna get affected by yeah you know what i'm saying yeah so that's kind of there's a there's there's a certain there's a certain point at which you can't argue that um oh no it's because of his environment or how he was raised or where he came from or whatever mm-hmm. because there's there's a certain point in our lives where 
our cognitive abilities are at a point where we can decide what's going to affect us and what's not going to affect us. Exactly. And so with in terms of in, in terms of the evil or whatever yeah we're born into i think we're born into a fallen world so we're all ready gonna have these evil and natural tendencies or whatever mm-hmm. but we also know that scripture also tells us that the law despite some people not knowing the law not knowing the word the law is written on our hearts right so there's automatically the good and evil that's already inside of us yeah, yeah. and we have to yeah. decide what we're gonna let out you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i don't believe that people are born evil i don't think it's i don't think people are born inherently evil i think it's a choice whether you want to be a good person or you don't mm-hmm. um, and you have the free will to decide what you want to you want to be mm-hmm. definitely feel like your environment play a part like Adonai said like at the end of the day no matter what somebody has done to you or whatever somebody no matter what anybody says like how how it affects you people say around you or what they do is your choice you know what I mean like you can decide how you want to act you can decide who you want to be mm-hmm. no matter what you have that will to decide um do I understand why people decide to do things no I don't I don't understand why I feel like it's in our nature to want to do wrong right because like Adam and I had said earlier that we're in a fallen world right we're living in a fallen state and so our flesh its default is to do our, its default is basically to do everything that's in in violation of God, right? Its default is to just do everything in opposition to 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 what God and uh, what God is and who He is. And since He is He is good and He is the definition of everything that's good, right? The opposite of Him is evil and it's it's wrong. So I feel like people just do wrong because you want to do wrong. But also people also do good because they want to do good. So like. I feel like people are more born with a potential to do either good or evil and that they will do both good and evil at the end of the day, right? I don't think people are like born and from birth. It's like you come out and like, you're the spawn of Satan. I don't like, I, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's ideal. It, it really wouldn't make sense, right? So, And I agree with what you're saying because it's like, automatically because of who we're created by mm-hmm. there's going to be that goodness in us mm-hmm. because god is good mm-hmm. it's not it's not like he does good things no he His is existence good. being he is good mm-hmm. like i am black and i can't be anything else he <laughs> is good and he cannot be anything else yeah you know what i'm saying yeah no so, actually like, <laughs> yeah so like because we are his creation we're automatically going to have that a little bit of goodness in us mm-hmm. right but then like we said like because we're in the fallen world it's our flesh automatically the the, the nature of the flesh is evil yeah right so automatically yeah. because we're flesh we're going to have the evil tendencies mm-hmm. but like Anesu said right like 
it's your decision which one you're gonna follow but it's harder to follow the good because of the flesh the flesh, the flesh drives go. us towards us the, the flesh drives us towards the evil tendencies mm-hmm. and like Gabby said it drives us to want to go against the will of God and what God wants mm-hmm. yeah I guess for me it's so complex because like I understand when people want to be petty I understand when people want to be jealous I understand when people want to you know express those type of emotions mm-hmm. it's it seems really complex to me because when you start when some when somebody starts wanting to do things like killing, I guess I'll say for example. Yeah. That's when my understanding is kind of just like it's, it's a it's a whole nother level, you know? Yeah. It's, it's different being petty and doing petty things, but then when you're thinking about wanting to murder somebody, that's like strange how how does your mind go that far yeah how does your mind go that far well well, with things like murder yeah we have to understand unless unless you have like you're a psychopath because we know that um like psychologically psychopaths don't they lack that um like empathy and things like that right Mm -hmm. But if you're normal, because we know that it's not only psychopaths that kill, and it's not all psychopaths all psychopath that, that kill, kill, right? Yeah. So when we're looking at things like murder, we have to understand that for normal people, what drives them to that is them taking an emotion and it brewing. Mm. Right. So I'm angry or I'm jealous, and it brews. But it started like this, but it grew, mm-hmm. and it's brewing, mm-hmm. and it's brewing and it's brewing Mm -hmm. to the point because the bible talks about anger in the way that anger is so terrible yeah you don't want to have problems with anger because anger corrupts your vision it it blocks your vision so much to the point where you're not thinking straight right Mm -hmm. so when those when those negative emotions like anger or jealousy start to brew they 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 you you essentially you you go crazy mm-hmm. to the point where you're driven to do those those irrational things mm-hmm. it's kind of like it's kind of like yeah. when people say never fight somebody when they have a weapon because even if i was not going to use this knife against gabby i'm cutting the onions right now <laughs> and gabby's pissing me off i can just throw that knife at her face yeah and you won't and even realize done literally then you're gonna be the one crying over gabby's body you killed her you know what i'm saying exactly yeah exactly it's those and that's why the that's why the bible tells us that we need to have control over our emotions Mm -hmm. because when you get those overload of emotions and you can't control yourself anymore that's when you start doing these crazy things Mm -hmm. of course like i said there's, there's the exception of the psychopaths the sociopaths who are just on a different spectrum (laughs) i don't know what they're dealing with um gabby can explain what they're dealing with later because like because adam i was just she was saying that i don't know what i don't know if this is what you said exactly but i think you were talking about sociopaths and how they're born without empathy or like they don't have empathy Mm -hmm. what you were saying adam yeah, it's because, mm-hmm. like, um, 
being a, a, that- psych, a psychopath or being a a socio a sociopath it's a it's a personality disorder right so there's literally something wrong with the formation of how you're built right and it's 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 com- if people also like say it's it's like antisocial personality personality disorder is also another word for like psychopathy and sociopathy right and it's yeah, just yeah. like Adam and I said there's a disconnect between your emotion and there's no empathy or sympathy for for other people and it's almost like you don't view people as people but more as objects or pawns in a game in a game that you are playing in your mind with yourself right and the so thing is not- and the thing is with with psychopaths and just like Adam and I said not all psychopaths are murderers and there are so many psychopaths walking these streets who are not murderers and who may never commit a murder right but they can still have that same outlook in how they view people as pawns and as things to be used but not as things to build a connection with and so it could just be your friend mm-hmm. that you see is really emotionally disconnected with you right your friend that you're seeing that it's like it's like they don't you don't feel like you're a person to them essentially that's kind of what a psychopath is and then when it gets really deep into that and and so far into that that's when you go into um irrational things like committing murders or rape or pedophilia and all of those things because you don't even view mm. those things as worthy of having um of having respect for it because they're just toys right they're just inanimate objects to play with essentially and so that's how you get like psychopaths oh. or murders but also wait i want to add to what Adam and i was talking about with anger too and how like oh. anger it really it's true it really distorts your your vision and how the bible really speaks about anger a lot and i also think it speaks on anger a lot because anger is not a primary emotion it's a secondary emotion so you are angry of the result of feeling something else first and since you are so angry mm-hmm. and since it's blurring your vision just like you said you're not even understanding that you're angry just because you felt neglected or you're angry because you were sad mm-hmm. right you're angry because you're you're feeling anxious no you're just mad and you're in that state of anger and you're stuck there right and just like Adonai yeah. says as it brews as it builds if you are not in control of that anger it can get you to do something so drastic for no reason when it, as in the first place you weren't angry you were grieving right and you don't even realize mm-hmm. yeah, it right right yeah so anger is deep careful with that one that's true but I think like um I just wonder so if people people who are considered like sociopaths if they don't have empathy is that something that is that something that happens as you grow up is where you, you grow up without empathy or is it something that you're born with like you you don't you weren't born with empathy or is it something that has developed over time that you just don't have that um well psychopaths are born are born it's a born thing mm-hmm. it's it's a psychological disorder right mm-hmm. so you never really had any type of empathy or whatever but obviously from from that growing up understanding that oh people feel like this then you're going to know that oh people feel like this mm-hmm. but you're just not going to feel it you know what i mean yeah so and- that's that's why there are the ones that don't become crazy 
irrational murderers because they know how things work. Those know, are like the, the really not. intelligent psychopaths are like the ones to be afraid of the most. It's not the ones committing yeah. murders. No. Right. The ones committing murders, they haven't they haven't grasped <laughs> they haven't They don't know like, how to sneak around. All of them Yeah. All of them don't care. The thing is that all of them don't care. Mm-hmm. But the thing about the smart ones too, at the end of the day, is that even if they commit a murder, they they don't care. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they're also they're committing the murder because they don't care about that person or anything about that person. Mm-hmm. They don't think it's serious. But at the same time, they also don't care if there are consequences. Yeah. That so, that depends. I think that's the it, difference it between psychopath matter. and sociopath. I think so. That I literally cannot believe that. But like psychopaths, they don't know how to learn from negative experiences. Right? So they don't yeah, know they how don't. to learn lessons. And so that's how they can't improve their character because it just happens and they're like, okay, just like Abna said, it's just whatever. Right? Right. But that's also what I was saying though, because they're not learning, they don't learn lessons. Like they're not learning moral lessons like, oh, like now I get it and they're gonna Mm -hmm. grow from it, you know? Yeah. But they, they like like Gabby was saying when you when you see those super intelligent psychopaths they absorb the information just to add basically to their schema of knowledge mm-hmm. not so that they can improve their character but just so that they just they just know you mm-hmm. know what i mean mm-hmm. and so it just i don't know cuz in crim essentially we were talking about it kind of like how Gabby already explained it how everyone's a pawn mm-hmm. right and so my teacher put it in the perspective of um, psychopaths who become very successful like entrepreneurs and stuff like that because they just that's know how where, to use people that's where you find the most psychopaths it's in the corporate world and in the workplace Literally, it's not what, in prison okay, that's what we were learning yeah in crim it was it was actually was it not proven yes it's proven it's a or fact like yeah they're, it's they're fact. in the workplace they all they're always at the top in the workplace mm-hmm. because they know how to use everybody around them mm-hmm. to get to the top mm-hmm. right that's where you also find your your narcissists <laughs> right your narcissists like trump they know how to just sweet talk mm. their way to the top of the highest power this man became the, the whole president like the whole <laughs> entire president like this man is a, he's he's a narcissist he's a, a psychopath the whole nine yards but i'm he what are the the odds that he has committed a murder are fairly low mm-hmm. yeah jeff bezos is a, a psychopath <laughs> <laughs> you think jeff bezos is a psychopath how do you have a billion dollars like how are you making a billion dollars like that mm-hmm a lot like, of people think he is though he might be because he's he's at the top he shouldn't have that much money. all these all these all these millionaires and billionaires okay not all of them mm-hmm. but a lot of them are because you're at the top 
you're you're making billion like, making you're making billion. no he's trillion he's making trillions he's, right he's about yeah, he's is he a trillion. trillionaire or he's projected you're, to be one right one or the other i think so yeah yeah no, that's crazy. one of the other mm-hmm. but literally and what are you what are you doing mm-hmm. right what are you doing what are you doing you should not have that much money i'm sorry mm-hmm. like and I don't these, think that's these what makes you a psychopath always... right there is because you shouldn't have that much money what why do you need all of that money but I, that's that. even into something else because that literally has to do with the love of money now because the love for money is, is scripture says the love of money is the root of uh, all, all evil, evil. and all. there is a reason that the only demon that christ named by name is the demon in charge of money there's a reason he's the only one he ever spoke by name is mammon mammon because bro money like because the root of all evil I didn't know that. the way the way my pastor the way my pastor um explain this phenomenon is that the only the only power that has any chance of wrestling with God's um, dominion in an individual's life mm-hmm. it's not even the devil it's money mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because money is so influential in and just like money makes people crazy bro yeah it makes them yeah, crazy it does. it does and a bunch of these a bunch of these millionaires these billionaires they're always corrupt bro always always man. look at the head pastors of mega churches do you know one head pastor of a mega yeah. church who's straight that's what i'm saying <laughs> like because even in- literally all these mega pastors you think it was the devil who who made them false prophets? No, no it was the it was the. There we go. It's the it funds. Was the money. <laughs> it was the money. They saw how much they saw those tithes and offering coming in, and they said, "Ooh, exactly." That, <laughs> guess, and that's where I like evil see. comes from. It's capitalism, yeah. yo. Capitalism is evil. <laughs> It is. It is. Yeah. It is. And the thing with money, it's like you can do, you have the so much power to do good with it, and it's like why not just do good? See, that's the issue. Like Anessu was asking in the beginning, it's like why can't we just do good things? It's not that hard. Mm -hmm. And it's it's really not. And it's just like our nature is just built to just want to be evil, just wanting to do the wrong thing, wanting to be selfish, wanting to. jealous angry wanting to be immoral like like, yeah it's crazy this is not fair really is about like control over your emotions is really important Mm -hmm. yeah because if you don't have control over your emotions you will not survive in life Mm -hmm. you will not (laughs) you will not be a sane person Mm -hmm. (laughs) just do whatever you want literally because emotions if you if you if you live life by your emotions you're just gonna be unstable like every wind will blow you Um, literally that's what i unstable yeah unstable because literally every wind will blow you Mm -hmm. you get angry angry at this person it's like those people who just tweet about everything all the time (laughs) anything 
itu <laughs> oh my god you have a story this person did this like relax mm-hmm. so calm. Just, just calm down just calm down she would have to say it in French <laughs> no but it takes a lot of like emotional intelligence and emotional maturity to control your emotions and to mm-hmm. even understand why you're feeling the way you are because it's one thing to understand what you're feeling and then now getting to the root of it and it's like why am I truly feeling this way that's a different level of intelligent depth a lot of Christians especially mm-hmm. we need to be able to acquire because that's the fruits of the Holy Spirit oh, yeah it's literally exactly. one of them right and we see so many of us we lose control so easily we get offended so easily mm-hmm. right and it's like mm-hmm. why are you why are you so touched my guy like, and uh, the bible even says like, we have to know the bible the bible it's it's it says stuff like straight out flat truth mm-hmm. right and it tells us people who easily give into anger and into their emotions mm-hmm. it's foolishness yeah but when you're wise you're able to have more control over your emotions over your feelings yeah to be able because yeah because like we said you're going to be unstable if you just follow your emotions everywhere mm-hmm. you go mm-hmm. just going crazy over every simple thing right exactly Yeah. you need to have some self control. Yeah, like you don't have to be so pressed that you didn't get the remote today and you don't get to watch your favorite <laughs> show. Like walk away. Nessu, <laughs> <laughs> why was that such a <laughs> her example? That was too, that too specific. Yeah, example was this too, too specific. specific. <laughs> you always see that in movies, like in shows and movies you always see that. Don't haven't you ever seen like two siblings fighting over the remote and then one of them gets it mm-hmm. and then the other one is so pressed about it they're so angry like they're they're yelling and they're acting out just because you can't watch your show like you don't have to be upset it's <laughs> like mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that you can do mm-hmm. maybe it's not the only thing that you can that you have to be doing you can go and find something else to do Word. for the meantime when that person is not uh, in the living room watching TV then you can go and watch TV you can do exactly. a lot no but that see that's how it slowly starts for you to become a psychopath those little things bro when you can't control it how you inherit my sister did it <laughs> <laughs> my sister didn't let me watch TV today oh i'm going to go shave her head in her sleep Where is the correlation? Yeah, that that's the worst ones. Like it's like it's normal for us to get angry. No mm-hmm. one's saying you can't get angry. But it's what you do what you do when you get angry. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. What you do when you get angry because I can get angry and then I'm like, "You know what? I shouldn't take this seriously. Let me just calm down." And you calm down. But then there's you other people down. going all irrational getting crazy like shaving someone's head because of remote you still want to be upset about it and you want to you still want to sulk about it but somewhere else you don't need to like lash out at somebody mm-hmm. you know, but you don't go sh- 
somewhere else lash out in private let yourself calm down mm-hmm. instead of chaos, mm. basically but do you guys think like those types of reactions are like a a result of the environment you live in because if you live in an environment where you see your parents arguing all the time and how they react to their anger is violent aren't you not going to be prone to also react to your anger violently yeah which is it goes back to what i was saying at the beginning right because it's like that's why i was talking that's why i specifically said you come to a specific age Mm. because i'm not gonna say that I'm not going to say that a three-year-old's not going to get affected by that. Of course they will. Yeah. And that yeah. might be because the three-year-old used to observe that in their parents. Mm-hmm. They might grow up to bring that into their friendships, into their relationships, them being violent. Mm-hmm. But there's a point there's a point in life where you have to decide, you know what, I recognize, because it comes to recognition, you have to recognize that there's a problem before you can fix it. Mm-hmm. So it has to come to that point where you recognize that, oh, shoot. I'm probably acting like this because of what I used to observe from my parents. Yeah. But now I'm not going to be like, oh, whatever. It's just because of my parents when I was young. Okay, I was I was raised in a bad environment. Okay, you were raised in a bad environment, but you have the, the, you choice. Have the decision to make now whether you want to change. Yeah, exactly. yeah, you have a choice, mm-hmm. right? And it kind of goes down to... The, the scripture says um, that we shouldn't let anger lead us to sin. Mm-hmm. So it says, yes, you can get angry, but don't let your anger make you sin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're angry, but what are you doing with that anger, right? Exactly. Yes, um, w- because of my parents, I used to, I always think that, I used to always think that when I get angry, I lash out and I fight. I have anger management issues, but now I have to decide whether or not I'm going to just continue living with that mm-hmm. or if I'm yeah. going to try and change that mm-hmm. and exactly. try to get that and get that self-control and get that calm Mm -hmm. so that I don't lash out when I'm angry anymore. Yeah. So there is nature and nurture, but the thing about nurture is that at some point you have the choice to keep letting something affect you, Mm -hmm. right? We talked about this. We talked about this before we started recording about how Christ was telling the disciples, um, about how um, someone's corruption comes from within them. Oh, yeah. And the disciples literally asked the question. They asked the question of nurture. They were just like, so are you saying that something we put in to our bodies can't affect us? And he was like, he essentially responded by saying that um, it's still it's still what is inside us that's going to show whether we've become corrupt Mm -hmm. and that kind of goes to the idea of nurture and how um like we spoke about how we know that of course outside things can corrupt us because um um anesu brought up the verse that says that um bad company corrupts um, good morals bad company corrupts good morals yeah Mm mm-hmm so bad company corrupts good morals but it's we know that to be fact but at the same time we can understand that me getting corrupted by these bad company it's gonna be it's gonna be based on me it's your choice am i gonna yeah am i gonna let 
even if even if it's 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 coming in and you and you see that it's coming because sometimes we get affected by things unconsciously mm-hmm. right i can watch a show with slang and then i'll just start speaking in slang yeah not because i'm trying to copy them but i've been watching it so much that it's in my head it's in your mind yeah right exactly but i have to come to the rec- the realization okay maybe this company is corrupting me so what am i going to do about that mm-hmm. right am i going to keep hanging out with them or am i going to detach myself from this bad company mm-hmm. so that they cannot corrupt my good morals exactly this show keeps making me it keeps making me sin it keeps making me swear it keeps making me um fall into sexual immorality am i going to keep watching the show or am i going to stop right right so there is this nurture and there is the environment corrupting us but are we going to let it continue corrupting us mm-hmm. or are we going to cut yeah. that off because mm-hmm. the bible also tells us that if your eye is causing you to sin take out, out your eye yeah if your yeah. hand is yeah if your hand is causing you to sin cut it off mm-hmm. right so we have to recognize okay there is a problem here what is the root of the problem and am i going to get rid of that or am i going to just let it go yeah mm. Yeah. And the Bible literally says that we have to flee from sin, right? Mm. It's literally like yeah. Like the the one thing that the Bible always tells us do not be afraid, do not turn away from this, don't turn away from that, but the one thing it tells you to run from. It's like, bro, sprint away from that, right? And you have to literally do everything in your power to to get away from that. So yeah, at some point the bad you do some can be influenced but the great majority of it is that you have allowed yourself to be influenced from it and therefore now that it's in your heart mm-hmm. your heart from the abundance of what's in your heart your mouth will speak and your body will act so right, at some right. point it's like mm-hmm. what you have let yourself be influenced by that's your fault and then what you do afterwards that is also your fault and so yeah it makes sense that exactly Christ here has said that the evil that he what is it it's mark 7 verse 15 he says that it is not what goes into your body that defiles you but you are defiled by what comes from your heart and what what is it that comes from your heart mm-hmm. it's whatever you allow to get into your heart because nobody has control over our heart but ourselves right and so whatever oh, we allow yeah. into our heart is exactly what's going to come out of it so yes we exactly. are a product of our environment but what environment are you letting yourself be a product of essentially mm-hmm. yeah even if you're born into an environment mm. right we can look at we can look at Paul he was like that that was his life bro killing i mean Saul <laughs> oh Saul. when he was Saul yeah killing yeah, when he was yeah, Saul. yeah yeah Saul when he was Saul, killing killing Christians was his lifestyle, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was what he did. That was who he was. Mm-hmm. But there was a point God touched his heart and he changed. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Right? So we can we can be born into something. We can be born into something. We can be born into these environments and they've affected us our whole life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if we want to change from that, there has to be a decision of us being like you know yes i was born into this but i i want to stop doing it now and it, we're not saying that it's going to be so easy right it's mm-hmm. going to be hard mm-hmm. but it still comes down to a decision mm-hmm. healing comes down to a decision mm-hmm. you can't 
even if it's even if it's an addiction or anything a behavior a character problem i don't have patience but what am i going to do about not having patience yeah i have anger issues what am i going to do about that i have like anything i'm addicted to drinking what am i going to do about that yeah. right yeah. it comes down to decision it might take you 10 years to recover it might take you 10 years to change your attitude but it's about deciding to start changing it like keep going back to this <laughs> i keep going back to wanting to talk about you know psychopaths and sociopaths <laughs> because <laughs> they are not born with empathy mm-hmm. and maybe that's the reason why people think that some people are born evil because if you are lacking in something like empathy and how it kind of feels like you're almost an inevitable inevitably going to be a bad person you're not somebody who understands you know if you don't care about people suffering or what you or your actions towards them you don't you don't care about what you do you know if it's something that you're born with then is that kind of justify why people think that people are born evil but i i guess cuz i mean with psychopaths there are like biological differences in their brain and they do have like genetic predispositions to be a psychopath but at yeah. the same time it is not only that that makes them a psychopath their up uh, their upbringing plays the exact same role as whatever their genetic predisposition is because there are people in this world who can have that genetic predisposition and not act like a psychopath right because the same way evil can be taught goodness is also taught right so it is exactly the product of your environment at the end of the day because the same way because like you said psychopaths are the ones that are born that way but then you can have sociopaths and those are the ones that are made they have mm-hmm. no biological differences in their mind they are just that way because they have allowed themselves to be such so if way? you can allow yourself to be evil mm-hmm. you can allow yourself to be good when you were born otherwise <laughs> right it's mm-hmm. it's the same yeah. way literally what gabby said is it's it's the exact answer because i can be born into a perfect family but then let's say my parents died at the age of 5 and i was thrown into a um into a terrible foster home and then now i'm a so- sociopath and mm-hmm. i'm killing people around the world mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but it's like you didn't start out like that exactly so even if you started out in the bad environment and you started out with the evil and your father was a serial killer and your grandfather was a serial killer mm-hmm. you don't necessarily have to become a serial killer that's yeah. true because if a good person can be evil an evil person can also become good exactly good. i was talking about Saul right Saul good like he had a 180 turnaround <laughs> a change it was drastic too mhm yeah and even so, the christians were shocked <laughs> bear they didn't even believe that he changed exactly they didn't even believe and they were furious even yeah 
and so just that's why it's like i get what you're saying and that's because it's like they're born with it but so many people are born with defects in their body that can make them prone to do bad things right but we have to remember that we were right. created by a good god so the touch of goodness is already on us right and so since his touch is already on us we can already we can do good at the same time at the end of the day so nobody is really doomed to do evil frankly we all have the chance to be good that's what it is yeah yeah I like and it's like gabby said before we actually started recording she said everybody has the everybody has potential for both the potential is there right it's it's it it goes back to like this doesn't connect to the music video but in the not music video video about music (laughs) but the video about music that we did um the video about music that we did we read that poem that was just like what you feed is what will um grow i don't remember what it oh said. but it's like you're wrestling <laughs> between good and evil and it's like the one you feed is the one you become type thing right yeah yeah that's essentially what it is mm-hmm. what you're allowing to grow mm-hmm. is right, what's going right. to win at the end right mm-hmm. unless god brought you there if you brought right. yourself there i'm telling you you're automatically you're narcissist bro <laughs> something is just wrong it's really interesting though to see that like some people are born with like the predisposition to be a psychopath like that's kind of I mean a lot of people are born with predispositions to have many mental disorders essentially but it's really yeah it's kind of I don't know it feels like they were they weren't given a fair chance yeah that's exactly that's why I brought it up and that's exactly what I was thinking it was like kind of are at a disadvantage Mm -hmm. but like I just love that you guys were saying that regardless like you still have a choice like you have a choice if you want those feelings to brew Mm -hmm. you want those feelings to grow Mm -hmm. I feel like that's something that people really have to realize and understand Mm -hmm. you can a certain way but are you gonna let that be a limitation are you gonna let that stop you from being mm-hmm. good exactly it's your mm-hmm. but because yeah we have these psychological predispositions but like Anessa said are you going to let it be a limitation mm-hmm. and the thing about it um cause cause let's say talking about us when we become Christian Mm-hmm. We serve a living God, bro. Mm-hmm. If you put your faith in Him, you're struggling to move that limitation. Let Him remove the limitations for you. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. It's like even for me, like I don't I thoughts of like wanting to kill anybody, but like <laughs> everyday thoughts that I have be like anything that has to do with life, like school or you know sometimes I feel like man like is life gonna work out like am I really gonna be successful like can I really do this can I do that like Mm -hmm. those everyday thoughts and I feel like something that has really helped me that I've been doing recently is like I always have this bible verse me that that I've memorized Mm -hmm. one that I've memorized right now has been 
for this is second timothy 1 7 for god has not given us a spirit of fear but of power and yes. of love and power of love and of a sound mind yeah like bro you know that's my favorite verse that's, 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 that verse. yeah that has been my past couple of months mm-hmm. it's like i have dark thoughts sometimes a lot, not sometimes a lot of the times mm-hmm. I deal with a lot of anxiety and there have been so many times where I wanted to give into my anxiety and like literally panic mm-hmm. and literally like just go crazy mm-hmm. <laughs> and I find that whenever I repeat that to myself I always it calms me down and it gives me clarity that like things are gonna be okay that you know I don't have a mind of fear I don't have to have a mind of fear I don't have to feel that way I, mm-hmm. I'm con- in control of how I feel exactly. God says it so yeah you know mm-hmm. so I don't have to be in that place I don't have to be in a dark place knowing that knowing that God is my rock knowing that he said this this is coming from his word mm-hmm. it, it gives it gives me so much strength and it helps me to like just live yeah because it would it would be so easy to give into your thoughts it would be so easy to give into negativity to give into the environment that you're around like it would be so easy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's like a it's like a switch it's like a light switch Mm -hmm. you could easily just decide to turn off your you know your emotions and to be like this evil person or this spiteful person, this resentful person, whatever. Be angry, be depressed, and you have you also have a choice to to turn it on and to to get through those emotions. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that's what I think. Yeah, and even I want to add to mm-hmm. that, like what what you're saying. It's like. He did not give us the spirit of fear. And to add to that, it's like when you're feeling, when you're in moments of like fear or or anxiety, or you're really worrying about the things around you, remember that we're not wrestling against flesh and blood, right? Our battle is not of the things of this world. Our battle is not with the adversities we face on this earth, even even though they are there. Our true battle is in this, the heavenly places. It's in it's in the spiritual mm. realm, right? Against principalities, against dominions. That's where our true battle is. And that's why, like you said, we need God for that because our true battle is in the spiritual world where we do not have access to, but God is there and he is fighting yeah. there for us, right? Yeah. And Amen. so we need to put our trust in him for him to keep fighting there for us so that eventually when we get to that spiritual place, it's clean and it's cleansed. And it's just filled with the people of God, right? And his presence. It gives me chills, man. It gives me chills. Like, yeah. (laughs) I love that, Gabby. Yeah. Because literally, the scripture tells us also, like, literally what Gabby said, our weapons of warfare are not carnal, Mm -hmm. but mighty through God. Right? It's God who empowers us to fight these battles. Mm -hmm. And I love what Anessa was saying, because it connects completely to what we were talking about pressures in our first podcast right oh, yeah there's all these pressures in ourselves from our environment there's so many pressures there's mm-hmm. so many things giving us that fear giving us that anxiety but mm-hmm. if we just put those burdens on god he's going to be oh. able to you know pull us out and bring us through those things exactly, exactly. 
Okay, so just to finish off with this question of the week, I got this question and it's they asked that do you think parents need to be held responsible for raising murders, rapists, pedophiles, etc. That's a good one. <laughs> can I go? Can I go? <laughs> okay, okay, go ahead. Yes and no. <laughs> okay. Because it's like, it's like what we said before already, right? You, you have a, you have a, a choice in what you become. Mm-hmm. You do have a choice in what you become. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's not to say that other people don't affect you. They do. Right? They do. Yeah. And so even I believe, I do believe because we know that God judges us on our own actions right Mm -hmm. he judges us based on our own actions but he will also because he judges us on our actions he will also look at what we did to make other people do things you know what I mean Mm. so if Gabby if Gabby if I'm Gabby's mom and Gabby becomes a murderer God is gonna look at her and be like you murdered okay you did that it was your choice to do that yeah but he's also gonna say why did you do this thing adonai because this thing is what made gabby become what she is Mm -hmm. not to say that gabby is not responsible for what she did she is Mm -hmm. but i still played a part in the reason Mm -hmm. why she did that thing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so you're like an accomplice so it's yeah essentially you are an accomplice Cause it's like, it's like, I, I'm, I'm, let's say I'm a person who doesn't steal, but I'm always like, yo, 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 Gabby, I know you steal, bro. Just go get me that thing. It's not because uh, I didn't steal it that, like, trifling. you're still evil. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. You're trifling. You're, you're, I'm lying to myself if I do that. Mm-hmm. I didn't commit the act, but is it not me who was who was okay with Gabby stealing it with for me? Yeah. I was. I had no problem if Gabby steals it for me. I just didn't want to do it myself. You're still evil, bro. <laughs> right? So exactly. What it is. Yeah. I and Essie, what do you think? I agree with everything Essie said. Okay. I wonder what you think for a second. What, what I, I think? Well yeah, yeah. Yes, to an extent parents should be held responsible but not entirely responsible I guess so exactly what Adam and I said because imagine if instead of blaming the kids they're like who are your parents right like who raised you and we bring them to jail so that means that Hitler shouldn't have died it should have been his mom like it doesn't even seem just or or justified because it's not because it was not his mom that did it it's not. Yeah. It was. It mm-hmm. was Hitler. He was the one going around, right? So, yeah. exactly. Yes, parents play a strong role in raising parents. And that's why you don't just become a parent just to become a parent. You're raising a person, right? And you're raising a person right, right. for a certain goal. Especially as a Christian parent, you're raising a child so that they can come into the kingdom with you, right? And that's a huge task, and you can't just be. Mm-hmm letting your child just do whatever they want because it's like oh kids will be kids 
and God will come when you and I mean not mm. and it's like kids will keep you kids and you know they have, they'll have their time when they get older and it's like what if God comes to and when your child is 10 years old shaving your sister's head for steal, stealing the remote now what you have to watch your child <laughs> go into the line that's very full on their way to hell and you're not gonna feel nice about that <laughs> it's, it's true though so parents and i think gabby said watch your child in the line imagine though and that's because it is two lines right the road to hell is very wide and full and the road to heaven is narrow mm-hmm. and imagine you in that mm-hmm. narrow line and your your brother and your sister's behind you and you look to the left and that's your child in the oh, wrong no, line no, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, what are you doing over there? Exactly, and and then you're gonna be like, "How did I raise you? You raised them like that. It's your fault." It's like what? I no. feel like it's scary. Like, when I think about, I think about raising kids. Because you're right. Like, I feel like it, the way you raise your kid definitely has. It'll. It definitely. How do I say this? For me, whenever I, I get really scared when I think about raising kids, because I feel like sometimes I feel like even if you say the right things, mm-hmm. they can still end up a type of way. <laughs> they can still yeah. end up crazy. Yeah, you know, you can. Like, and that's where too much of the right thing, or you can say too much of the wrong thing, and it'll still affect the way they come out. You know. Mm-hmm. You spoil if you spoil your kid too much then they're gonna turn out what like entitled and like think that they deserve everything exactly and probably narcissistic and mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and then if you mm-hmm. in the wrong way then it's even worse mm-hmm. yeah i do believe that it it definitely plays a role like how you raise your kid plays a role in how they become you know they can become evil they can yeah does that make sense yeah they play a role 100 yeah they they, they, they play a role definitely but do you but guys like we said but do you guys think like in the law should parents be charged no. <laughs> like like a bad law no unless How? they're like directly involved How? right exactly unless they're directly involved it can't it can't mm-hmm. because law the way that law works i this like law is obviously corrupt now mm-hmm. but the way law started it was based off of how um god does his law right yeah it's the person who committed the act who's gonna get who the needs fine. to be brought to justice yeah right mm-hmm. if the unless like you said unless the parents are direct accomplices then there's no reason for them to be charged mm-hmm. the parents just better wallow in their sorrow that their child became <laughs> honestly they became yeah <laughs> out to josh for choosing this topic if you want to follow him on instagram his instagram is josh ignatius i don't know if i pronounced that right Shout out to him. I was really excited to talk about this when Gabby told me about it. So follow yeah. him. And if y'all want to give us, send us any more topic ideas, we are open to many suggestions. 
we will talk about any and everything and if you guys want to be a guest on the podcast also just send us a message on at chosen generation no e in the chosen subscribe to our youtube channel chosen generation and to be on the lookout for future videos that are going to be coming in the near future and that's all for today's podcast thanks for listening god bless and all praise to the most house i said all praise to the most house most high you applause here hallelujah all right we out (laughs) (laughs) okay